It's Happy Hour from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know, however, is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar, today we are at Wayfair on Ferret Street. Do you know anything about Wayfair, Roger? It's way uh, cool. Way up. All right. Wayfair. Wayfair. Yeah. Sheba Turk, you know anything about Wayfair? Have you been here before? No, I've been in Cora next door last week. You went Does that count? Did you say court? And Cora. And Cora. I thought you said you were in court next door. Yes, I just wondered what the court was. That was <laughs> And Cora, how did you like that? That's a pizza place only. Yeah, you like it was pizza? Lovely. Yeah, I love pizza. You have to watch your figure in your business. Um, I guess you should. Is it true that the camera adds 10 pounds? Let's get that straight. They do. That's the number one thing people tell me. They like right. to go, that TV makes you look so fat. Really? Saying, Thank you. I'm <laughs> she, glad that she I don't Turk, have any um, she is the, is the is the host of uh, the anchor of the morning news on WWL-TV, the highest rated news show in New Orleans. Correct. Done your research, sir. Yes, it is. Well, I didn't actually do that. <laughs> I just believe that's true. Is that true? It is. It true. is true. Yeah. Uh, well, is it better than all the other shows? Or just don't you start mess. Or just more people like it for, because people don't know what they should It watch. is legendary, and I'll leave it at that. It is legendary. And you also host your own show called The 504. Yeah. In the evenings one. on WUPL. Mm-hmm. Roger Wilson is an actor, among other things, and also created the uh, income tax credit, the theater, Broadway South, it's called. That's right, yeah. So he's done a lot of things. You might know him better, though, as... Um, what character did you play in Mickey in the movie Porky's? A long time ago, before Sheila was born. Yeah. Sheba with a B. Oh, Sheba. Sorry. Yeah. We're still getting to know each other. Yeah. Well, <laughs> before she was born. Is that really before you were born, Sheba? Yeah, what movie is this? Porky's. In the, uh, I've never seen Porky's. No, but don't Watch do my it. movie references. Steve, <laughs> Steve Turner, move in here. You got it. This is Stephen Turner from the Breton Sound, and this is his bandmate Jonathan Priestess from Hello. the Breton Sound. Hello, Hello, boys. Howdy. And the world-famous Andrew Duhon, of course, to my right. Yeah. Hey. Hello. So that's who's sitting on the table here. <laughs> He's not famous in New Zealand. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why, why do we always have to bring up New Zealand when this comes up? Right? When we talk about the world, that is the center that's of the world. That's cool to be able to say world famous, though. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's well, just what Grant says. Grammy nominated. <laughs> Grammy nominated. All right. How about that? Yeah. Did you get nominated, Roger, for anything that you were ever in? Grammy nominated. Grammy nominated. No. What about Emmy or Oscar Emmy nominated? Emmy nominated, yes. Well, but we're not going to that. What are we doing at this table? I know, right? Well, well, well see, we're going to we, go around. We've been nominated for something. <laughs> oh. I don't know about you. But <laughs> <laughs> what, have what have you been nominated uh, for, Jonathan? The Big Easy Awards this year uh, nominated us for Best Emerging Band. Hey, I'm hosting this. E- well, no, 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 I'm presenting. All I'm right. You? Hopefully you're doing Best Emerging Band. That would be cool if I presented you guys. Well, yeah. hopefully no, we just win. Just make, no. make it work, yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't you have something to say if you get to present? Don't you basically pick it? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> They give you an envelope and you write something on it and then you open the envelope and then what you do? Screw these guys, it's the Breton Sound! (laughs) (laughs) You did it last year, right? Yeah. 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 You did what? You played on it. You played it. Yeah, I did play it, yeah. And you won something too. You were uh, you're the winner of the 2014 Big Easy Award for Best Country slash Folk Artist. Yeah. Yes sir. Yes sir. We did we did win the country folk Artist. That is kind of a strange. I remember you had that yes. nudie suit on. It was all sparkly. Man, I ain't never seen nothing shine so bright. Well, were you Were you playing at Merchant Coffee Shop last month? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Dude, you're awesome. Hey, thanks. You dude. were really good. <laughs> He's he is, really good. Don't you love yeah, Don't you love that. the morning show? He you know, like Ray speaking of, yeah, a little. You're, yeah. you're really good, mm-hmm. man. Really good. Thanks, man. Very Who good. would you compare him to, Roger? You're well, I wouldn't compare him, but he's, you know, I spent a lot of my life as a musician, and the one thing to me that distinguishes musicians is when you hear a guy and he's connected to his himself, his mm. emotion, his spirit, right. and it comes out in the second you hear him, and this cat has it. Yeah, yeah, nice. it. yeah nice. Yeah, have you heard the Bretton sound, bro? You're going to hate us so much. <laughs> <laughs> we are not, not connected, we're not to, connected to anything yeah. that we do. You know, guys unconnected make a lot of money, too, <laughs> you know, so it doesn't matter. You know, you know how when you are sending a text message, it does the um, just the autofill of random yeah. words? Yeah. yeah. That's how we write lyrics. We just hit the next button, and whatever word pops yeah, in, the that's the next one. word. The All right, so the tell me, what does Inagata de Vita mean? In the Garden of Eden. It's actually oh. a commentary on the fiscal situation in Russia circa yeah. 1964. There you go. Okay. That's very good. <laughs> I think I was So how is that? Do you have to pay a royalty to Apple for autofill or, <laughs> or Android? Which one do you use? Uh, I have an iPhone, but that's not actually how we write. That's not. I was lying. Oh, you're making that up. I was lying oh, I thought that was you. true. Not 100%. all the time. Didn't, didn't David Bowie say that he wrote lyrics by cutting them up on a piece of paper and then... He and Mick Jagger did that. They is were, that true? They would, they would, they would, was he making that up? No, that's what they, serial they killers do. 
Well, that's ransom notes. That's ransom letters. Works, but you could you could do both and be quite efficient at both. You know, you could write a really creepy song. Mm-hmm. You could write, and then if it didn't sell, you could use it as a ransom note. Not a bad Pretty idea. Much. So, Roger, what did you play, or what band were you in, or what music? I actually you play? back in the uh, well, I I was lucky. I got uh, to study music really early in New York with a wonderful school teacher, and uh, before I knew it, after Porky's, I got a musical series on CBS for three years called Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, based on ah. the old. MGM musical and it was a the first musical and the last musical series ever on CBS. <laughs> oh wow. But what's interesting is I was the singing brother, but we had a very famous songwriter, Jimmy Webb, uh, oh, who yeah. provided wow, all yeah. the songs to the show, The Wichita Lineman, by the time I get to Phoenix. Those you are, sang those songs? No, no, that's what Jimmy Webb wrote. What Jimmy gave us Phoenix. was if he had a trunk of rejects, <laughs> that's what he sent to the show. Who rejected And basically right, okay, the okay. show was like Little House on the Prairie with music. So I'd be singing with a flannel shirt on and a cow would like walk right behind me mid-song, you know. <laughs> it would elicit this very mid-American emotion and that was it. Yeah, That's know? pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, but I got to sing with some wonderful people, and uh, I've gotten to jam with some wonderful people in my life. But these guys are real musicians. Well, that, yeah, Get out of here. But Get you, out of cool. here. You're from here originally. You were born, I'm and, born raised and raised in New here originally. Yeah. Definitely. So did you play while you were here? Did you learn here? No, I have I have friends like uh, my friend David Torkanowski and guys who are so serious musicians that I'm not allowed to play with them. Uh, that's I'm allowed th- to pay and listen, but I'm what not allowed. What do you play? Uh, guitar and sing and harmonica. Oh, how but cool. You can't play with those cats. There just happen like to be yeah. guitars right there. You want right. to grab a guitar? Uh, you know. Later, later. Yeah. What about... Later. I say right now. What do you guys? No, 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 it's no, gonna no, be later. Roger. I'm just excited that it's gonna happen. You know. Yeah. Okay, should we give you for real? Let you gonna play for real? Yeah, sure. Later. Okay, but so later. I mean, you have an hour. Let, let's, Everyone's let's, playing a song time. on today's show. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Everybody's I'm playing. Not right. She was playing as well. You're learning the chords. Oh, yeah. okay. She was got so got backing vocals. Right. Because she was saying just before we turned on the mics here that she's always wanted to play the guitar. I do. And you have a guitar, but you've never played it. How did you get it? I convinced my parents to buy it for me for my birthday like three years ago. Mm. And then I set it down. I don't think I've picked it up since. Are you too scared to pick it up? No. I'm just doing other things. You know what a lot of people do when they have a guitar and they haven't learned to play it to get out of that funk? They buy another guitar. (laughs) (laughs) I just happened to have one here. I just got a new one yesterday, actually. Yesterday? Did Did you really? What is it? I I traded a guitar, not for for this guitar here. Uh, I traded a guitar I'd had for a few years for something... New. I just kind of had the Jones and. What'd you get, dude? What'd you get? I traded a Gretsch Hollow body for a '72 Tele Deluxe re, uh, reissue. Sick, dude. Yeah. Mm, now nice, we're bro. into the sort of nerdy. Might have taken well, it. Now it's getting nerdy. Is yeah. that cool? The more the more adjectives you have on yeah, the guitar, yeah. I just had an amazing yeah. flashback, yeah. by the way, because you were talking about jamming. About a year and a half ago, Stephen and I were at a party that you were at, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, out in the woods. Out in the woods on the North Shore. And I don't know if you remember, okay, but we scary. did a really right. atrocious, drunken attempt at covering um, Bring It On Home by Sam Cooke. I would disagree <laughs> it that so it was. Bad. I thought it was good. <laughs> I, don't, I, I thought don't. I was terrible. I was like. You know what, Andrew probably killed it. I was atrocious. Let's go home. I thought we were all great. I think I nodded off mid-song. Yeah. I think you did. <laughs> How often do you have jam sessions in the woods? Not very. <laughs> okay. We should it do was it just more. This actually, party. once a year. What does that actually? What does that well, mean that by in true. the woods? How would you describe it? How would you describe it? Was on the north shore. Hang out in the woods? No, no, I can't say that I can. Why not? Roger, you, you never hang out in the woods? It was at a house on the north shore. Not with yeah. guys with beards. It was a farm. Yeah, a couple guys with beards say they want to go to the woods and have a jam session. You don't ask questions. Pitching tents, playing guitars, man. No big deal. Whose house was it? What? Whose house was it? Some guy, Rebecca Ribouchet. And she's an artist about town, and she kind of hosted a. You know, summertime night, soiree. Yeah. Yeah, totally. okay. yeah, it was hot. That's so. yeah, true. It was hot. I wore jeans because I'm dumb, mm. and I got real sweaty because it's really hot. Mm. But you yeah. didn't get bitten by mosquitoes out in the woods. I did not. I did thing. not. There you go. So how often have you guys played together, the three of you? That was the, the only Sound time. Yeah, that's the only time that we, we, we joined musical forces, but I think we've been on different bills together. Yeah, we have. You played uh, at uh, our Rock and Hops show with us a couple yep, of years ago. totally. And um, I used to see Andrew... Back at LSU, uh-huh. and you would play it. Uh, oh yeah, Mushroom. dude! And you were playing with uh, Cowboy Mouth, yeah? No, no, before that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a cool thing. No, is it not cool? <laughs> I think it's. Cool. We don't talk about that anymore. I guess, yeah. I what guess did it's you cool. get fired from Cowboy Mouth? Oh no, I quit. That'd be a way better story. <laughs> no. What happened? 
Um, Musical difference of opinion. Sure. You ever seen Office Space? That's acceptable. <laughs> no, I have not seen Office Space. Uh, What's no. the significant? <laughs> yeah, well, where are you going with that one? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm curious. <laughs> uh, no, this was bef- way before that. Because um, we had mutual friends, the, uh, the Catchings Brothers. Oh, yeah. And um, I remember seeing you at... Uh, Mellow Mushroom. Yeah, man, that, that was that was my uh, Mellow Mushroom. You were playing at the Mellow Mushroom. We see the way that it worked in my world in college was like, there was Saturday and Sunday, and sure you'd go to parties, but what you were really doing all week is learning the newest radio song so you could play it on Tuesday night at the open mic because there was a row three short skirts deep right in front of that, that <laughs> okay. open mic stage. And what you did you that was just for you and the rest no, of us. No, <laughs> no. no it, was, it was like taking up. But the thing was, like, I had an early set, so there wasn't really like a three. You know, it was more like three mushroom. dudes in jeans. Yeah, that's three okay. dudes in so cargo what shorts. Songs? They were like legends of that open mic, you know. <laughs> what, were they, what were you learning? What songs were they? Oh, man. Uh, Jack Johnson and Ben Harper and, you know, things that were popular in All that right. vein, you know. That sort of thing. Yeah. We were doing the cover band thing at the same time. We were doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah, the cover band. You, yeah. you guys were at LSU at the same time? Yeah, we were in a cover band at LSU together at the same time. Remember we uh, Northgate Tavern? Oh, I remember oh, seeing God, you yeah. guys there. Mm-hmm. I, my, my, we my, played there my, a my number of times. My little prog rock band in college used to play there all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a lot of people in and out of Cowboy Mouth all the time. It's a rotating sort of... They seem, you know, Fred mm-hmm. LeBlanc, the drummer and the leader of the band, stays there, and he seems to have a lot of people through there. What's the sort of system? Um... How do I? I I'm trying to think of how to put this in the most democratic way. I think it's eight months. Way. He just did eight months max. Is, um, is you can't take it because it's too hard. There's too much traveling. They it's do too play loud. The, or the, what no, the, the the traveling and the volume. That's not that's not an issue. Um, yeah, they do play a lot. Everyone's left for different reasons. Um, you know, really at the what end. What was of, your reason? At the end of the day, new yeah, I wanted to write. I wanted to play the songs I was writing. I wanted to play with him. Um, that sounded Steve. terrible. <laughs> I wanted to play music with Steven, um, the music that we were, had started writing together already, and uh, those songs weren't really going to be up for consideration with that band. It's so. really not that juicy of a story. No, it's not that good. I was expecting more. And, and, I, and I got tired of the, the monthly virgin sacrifices. That's true. And it, it, was just, right. it was rough. You had okay. to find a volcano every time, which is the hardest part. <laughs> the cleanup, boy. Yeah. Uh, well, he's kept that band going for a long time. For yeah, twenty something years. Yeah, and, uh, a lot of I actually I played miles. with um, the guitarist who's been in the band the whole time, John Thomas Griffith. Uh, I played a show with him during Jazz Fest over at uh, the Little Gem Saloon. Oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. So listen, you want to guys want to play something? Yeah, we've got, we got guitars right here. Let's yeah. check it out. Because I see you have a new out. You have a new EP coming out called. What Saturday. is it called? Don't be afraid of rock and roll. That is uh, the correct title, and uh, that comes out on Tuesday. Okay. And we're having a. Um, Let's just get this straight right now. It right. comes out on Tuesday, the what day of what the year? The nineteenth of May, two thousand fifteen. Two thousand and fifteen. So if you listen to this any time after the nineteenth of May, two thousand fifteen, it's the record is available. Two thousand fifteen A.D. A.D. And it's uh, going to be available wherever good music is streamed or stolen. Online, um, in stores, I'm wherever I'm you. Where could we way, steal it from? You. <laughs> you can steal it from our own website. We'll give it to you for free. If okay, you really so it's don't up on. Pay for it. It'll no, be on, most people do not want to pay for music. It'll be on thebrettsound.com. It'll be on don't be afraid of rock and roll.com. It will also be on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. Also for free on Bandcamp. Um, so it, I mean, okay. it's for free. It's, you can it's buy all it. Over the, it's yeah. all over the internet. Yeah. It's all over the known world. Okay. Let's do. Um, you want to do stitches? Yeah, do that. Let's do that. <clears throat> Scoot over a hair here. Yeah. Can y'all, can you hear us? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Seems like only yesterday that we were all so young Before we all were damaged goods, we'd always chase the sun Now we're so much older and our lives begin to show Broken by a heart you used to know
heart's still beating in its chest Maybe you might find it's for the best Britain Sound. <laughs> the Britain Sound. What's the name of the song? That song is called Stitches. Stitches. It's a song about someone else's heartbreak, not your own. Yes. Um, we, Stephen and I had a friend who, um, who passed away about a year and a half ago. And at the same time, I had a couple of friends who were getting divorced and their lives were kind of getting uprooted. And um, it was kind of an attempt to write something for all of our friends that were dealing with different things and try to be somewhat uplifting and like put an arm around their shoulder and be like, you know, things will be okay, but not be like sad bastard about it. Right. Try to keep it somewhat positive. Mm. And then so we asked iPhone and center button. Yep. The yeah, and then time. we just did, we wrote everything with the iPhone, <laughs> iPhone at that point. Can I just okay. say that's the first time that we've ever had a pause from the restaurant playing <laughs> that's a song true. for the podcast? Mostly people you know? are looking sort first of time. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, what was that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there might yeah. still be some awkward people. Yeah. No, these oh, people no, they're like, around. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shiva, pull up, a, pull up a chair here. Okay. And it's time for your first lesson. Okay, let's do it. Let's see how you can... What's, what chord would you teach someone first, like Shiva? You've never touched a guitar. The first ever. chord no, I, I would teach... Andrew may have a perspective on this. No, go, go. You the first chord I would teach is A, because you can play it with one finger. Mm. Oh, well, that's easy. Steven, if you would, show her how to play a one-finger A chord. Can you chord. play a song, though, with Steven, one? Steven, the A chord, if you would. just the A. Pearl James Jeremy. I'm supposed to hold this? Yeah, Pearl James Pearl Jeremy. Jeremy pretty okay. much stays in A, a the whole time. Okay. Everybody? Now put her, ladies and gentlemen, back home. You're about to hear the A chord played for the first time by Shiba Tur. Yep, yep. Just those two. That works, right? Yep. That'll work. There it is. Hey! Can you do it a bit louder so we can hear it at home? Shiba Tur. Now, that's all you need. Now let's go to power slides. I feel so accomplished. Okay, you did it. How do you feel? Does it feel good holding a guitar? You look great holding mm -hmm. it. I have yep. held one before. Sadly, I have several friends who play guitar. That's and, not that sad. But I haven't even learned. You're like, I feel like this guitar is kind of sweaty. Why is no. the guy it sweaty? It looks nice. <laughs> it, feel, it feels right at home. It does, doesn't it? It looks good. good now we're moving on to sweet picking. So yeah, now you're going to learn how to shred. You're going to learn metal shredding. What do you want to play? Adele. Adele. Nice. Something by Adele. Do you know, guys know any songs by that Adele? That is, uh, no. is that B minor? We could have had it all. Yeah, roll it in the deep. Mm. I think that's B minor. I'll tell you what, just strum it. Ah. There's a fire burning. 
burning in my pants. Nice. I don't know the rest of the words, so I'm just going to make it up. We could have had it all. That was nice job, everybody. Right. Okay, so that was you playing half of it. All right, next. We're going to do that on the news okay. next week with you, Sheba. <laughs> Let's do it. I think you did fantastic. Sheba, what time do you have to get up tomorrow morning to go do the morning news? Um, I wake up like 2.45. Mm. What do you have for breakfast at 2.45? I try to count every moment to like 2.47, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. What's for breakfast? Oh, um, usually dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. This morning I had meat, sauce, and spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, my. Breakfast is just out of my... It doesn't fit into my day. Because right. that feels like night. Mm-hmm. So I eat dinner-ish. Yeah. And then as the day goes on, it just gets feels more like it should be lunch and dinner. So I really don't eat breakfast. What time day. do you go to bed? Not when I'm supposed to. <laughs> I work naps into the day. Uh, nice. Do. Yeah. I took one before I came here. <laughs> All right. Good idea. Yeah. You can take one during the show if you get sleepy. Okay. If yep. the conversation sucks, right. yeah. she's to fall asleep. So, mm-hmm. so you get up in the morning at what time do you say? 245. 247, Two, yeah. Two forty-seven. Mm-hmm. You get out of bed. I mean, you don't have to get too personal, but then you have a plate of spaghetti. No, no, no. I eat it at work. Oh, you eat it at work. Yeah, while I'm getting ready for the news. What we go on at 4.30. What does getting ready mean? Do you have to write the stuff you read or does someone Not else do that? Not for the news in the morning. Our producers work overnight. Bless their hearts to do that. So they come in at like 9 and 10 o'clock at night. When we come in, it's written. So you kind of read over it, rewrite it, add in details. But for the 504, I write the show. So you that that show is that show's really you. That you are hosting. That's you're hosting that show like I'm hosting this show. That's your yes. whole thing. Yes. But the news, so you're just reading stuff off a teleprompter, so why couldn't we all do that? Like well, Roger. You probably could, could. Could you, Roger could do it. Roger probably could, especially right. with his background and Emmy You're assuming winning. I can read though. <laughs> <laughs> Basically if you can read, this is in your future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But what, what is the special skill involved? Because obviously we're not. We well, there's, there's. Can I take a guess at this? Go ahead. Break I think, it down. I think. Andrew. I think I want to look at somebody who doesn't look like they're actually reading a screen, but they're looking into my eyes and like with a cadence that cares and oh, knows wow. how to. And then you know what the real thing is? Like when they report something really tragic, and then they go to the next camera and start the next thing. What's that space about? You know? <laughs> like you got to go from like a really sad story. <laughs> To like, what's the next story? And it's like, and little Johnny, you know, his, his parents are. And this are, week, the flying squirrels can, are at the convention right. center. You know, you can <laughs> you can support Johnny's parents by going to this website and donating if you'd like. Sad story. And then, like, what's the next thing? Luke is the jumping panda yeah. at the zoo. Right. This is so funny. Stevie G from B97 comes on our show all the time, and he loves to imitate that. A news reporter doing a really serious, tragic story and then going to a funny one. Yeah. So it's a producer's job to not do that for you. So you're not like, someone died yesterday. Oh, it's like the yeah. famous. And then we're going to the circus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you try right. to have a commercial break or something so it flows naturally. You ever heard that Casey Kasem tape? Oh, the, the, when he just goes the, on that with a dead dog, when he just goes mm-hmm. completely apeshit about <laughs> someone gave him a dedication. You remember the Casey Kasem no, show? I only remember him from that Saved by the Bell episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to know, though. He used okay. to have a used to have a show called Casey Kasem's Top Forty, in which he counted down the top forty Weekly songs top nationwide. 40. Okay. And he would. Read these Read things in between Dear songs. Casey. A long distance dedication. <laughs> you know, somebody would send in, it's grandma's birthday, and this is going out to you, grandma. And uh, Jenny just broke my heart yeah. so bad, yeah. but I still love her. <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to send out How Deep Is Your Love by the Bee Gees. Yeah, exactly. And then this, this, this particular you, tape, if you Google Casey Kasem dead dog rant, <laughs> it's it'll, come up. Yeah, it'll okay, come up. It's, it's a yeah. priceless piece I hope of. that's what of, comes up. What else would? <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Steve. Number Everyone's three on getting my off list. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's worth hearing. So that's an interesting thing. How do you learn that? That's what makes somebody good is stuff like that, how to cope with that sort of thing. Yeah. So part of it is having a good producer who lines it up for you. But second is speaking up and saying, you know, this doesn't go together. Mm. Oh, you just have to say it. Yeah, you have to say, hey, not, uh, not on Stamp TV. You, you fix it before. Right. right. I was saying right. in the middle of the broadcast, though, you should do that. Be like, no. <laughs> is that you yeah. guys are trying to play Anchorman well, movie? Pass. Yeah. Oh, that is a good movie. Yeah, do you get a reputation as a diva if you start doing that? Then. You know, yeah, like, I mean, I think people. Ass- I mean, have assumptions with any career. I think ours comes along with, oh, this person's a diva just because you're on TV. No, but no, but I mean, at work, if you say, like, I don't want to read this thing after this thing, what are you guys trying to do to me? Um, do you go like, oh, she's difficult, or is that professional? Sometimes. I mean, it's just, it's all about balance. I think I worried about that more when I first came in because I felt like I'm nice and I wanted people to believe I was nice. Then you just have to get over it. I mean, it's about what makes the show better. I mean, I'm not mean at all, 
But you just have to voice your opinion. That's and, for and, us to decide. And the people you work with. <laughs> yeah, the I, I, you work with appreciate that. I think it's funny because I, I think when you watch the news, or any show for that matter, and not just, not just local news, but there are people that just have a demeanor about them. Like when I see you on, on TV, you're very friendly and jovial and you come off like you're a very nice person. There are some people you watch and you're like, I bet you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Really? Or like there are some who? women who have... Who? What, who do you think I'm not you naming names, man. Grant, you are messy. You're a dirt I'm digger. just wondering who... Do you think I got you? You're a dirt digger. <laughs> who would there you think? There are some people that, that you hate my wife likes to say have... Uh, what I bet is, that guy's what's an the, asshole. What's, what does she call it? Um, resting bitch face. Yeah. There are just <laughs> okay. women who just have like... They, like, they just drink like the most sour lemon what's you ever that? saw. It's, it's men. And they just have that face of like, here's your news, you piece of shit. But how accurate do you think that perception is? It could be totally wrong, but it's just the perception that you build from watching the person. Yeah, yeah but how accurate is that? Is that real life, or is that just someone's You never know. It, it could be what they do. On, it could be how they act on well, camera. Well, Sheba, what do you think? As people, Do people come across? And Roger, too, you're in the same business. Do people come across pretty much as they are? Or can you Grant, if we knew this, I would it. invite the cool anchors to my pool party. But it's, there's <laughs> no. Well, we're going to find out who they are. Sheba seems like mm-hmm. a nice person. Do people person. come across on TV as there are in real yeah, life? Yeah, like they're so nice. Someone seems. Are they really? And the people who come across as being unfriendly or cold? Who is that? I don't even know who that would be. Aren't they all just sort of fake nice with great hair? These I'm people? actually <laughs> totally intimidated by Angela Hill. <laughs> She's not even on the that news just anymore, makes dude. Me laugh. She's, She's on not the, even on the news. She's on the She's radio. On just the sweetest person ever. But why are you feeling what? intimidated, Steve? What? Because she's. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> she's she's pretty. Uh, I've watched her since I was a kid. The legendary. You know, if I think if I saw her person, I'd just be like, hi. There's probably a lot of that. Well, that you think you you know you see someone in a particular. Y'all are picking on the news. Musicians. This is the same oh, believe thing. You me, watch people in the band and you're like, musicians. he's so cool or she's so sweet. And then you meet them. And then you meet them. Mm-hmm. All musicians are assholes, though. It's mm-hmm. way easier to classify. Y'all try to fool people, though. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to sell records. Yeah. <laughs> see? That's right. They get people to pay the cover to get in. Okay. Roger. I'm not giving you any secrets. I don't want to know anything about anyone on TV. I don't even I'm sorry, Andrew. I've just exposed our who number one secret. It's all right. Who are you we're, on we're with? We're all just who's, giant who's assholes. Mike Hoss is my co-anchor Mike from Hoss. 430 to 6, and then we've got Sally Ann and Eric who join us from 6 to 9. So you're on television from 4.30 to 9 a.m. Yeah. And then you go and do your own show. Yeah, that's from, we tape from 10 to 11. How long have you been doing that? Um, so I started um, out of college like three years ago as a associate producer, so I was one of the writers of the news. Right. And then I transitioned to traffic reporter, then reporter, then anchor, and then I got the 504. So Holy crap. So uh, it's been a meteoric Moving up the ladder. It's been fast. Yeah. Sheba Turk taking over. And what's the deal with a multi-million dollar payment? Do you get paid a huge amount of money? No. I mean, after you're there for a while. Five hours. No, I wouldn't lie. When I have money, people will know. <laughs> <laughs> you're on TV for five there hours. There will be first. I'm Sheba Turk with the news. Fuck y'all, broke motherfuckers. Counting <laughs> <laughs> money on the, right. on the anchor desk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm happy with my salary, but I don't. I, people, I will hear people say I'm a millionaire, which it just makes me laugh. That would be good. But <laughs> yeah. when you're on television for us, is, is it five hours? That's a huge amount. It is, but you have to realize, I mean, there's Responsibi- four of us. But that's a big responsibility. You're responsible for a huge amount of revenue for that station. Well, five hours a day. That was big. Then in I the hope morning. I'm doing a good job. That's huh? a, well, I think they should pay you more. <laughs> don't you guys think so? I don't, I don't know what you make. You should get paid more. Yeah, right. I don't know what whatever you make. Whatever you make, double more. it. You yeah. are a mess. Roger, it says here that you're now the. It says here the um, you're the vi- executive vice president of the online incentives exchange. Yes. Is that true? That you're the executive vice president of something? That's a, see, that was a segue yeah, from murder. Let's pick on Roger. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, let's yes. pick on Roger now. Well, Roger, well, you I'm deal not with a lot of money, anyway. right? I get how it goes. <laughs> he's just going around the table. I was, yeah. I was oh, just yeah. thinking about the money aspect of this. And Johnny's dog is still what, dead, what, right? <laughs> <laughs> what and would, if anyone can figure out what that is, then you get a bonus <laughs> prize. <laughs> What is the what is the online incentives exchange? It's a way that you know you hear about all these tax credits that everybody is for and against. Yeah. It's a way that the same way you trade things on eBay, you trade tax credits between buyers and sellers. I'm actually a, a partner in the company, so it's uh, very revolutionary in the fact that uh, there never was a place uh, completely transparent where these credits could be legitimized, bought and sold. So that is, uh, it, that's not what I'm doing right now, but it is something that I do. It's not what you're doing right now. No, oh. it's not. It my reminds main me of another right website that, that I've seen called barelylegal.com. Did you just say weird site? <laughs> no, web. Site. Oh, we, oh, website. Oh, well, that is site. weird too. Let's see. You guys ever been to barelylegal.com? This no. Online me. incentives, barely legal. Online incentives. Yes, yes you're right. It that, doesn't that, sound, that does, yeah. It doesn't sound quite legal, is it? Oh, yeah. So you can trade 
tax? With well, who? You're tra- like, yeah, you ha- can trade their tax credits with me? No, no. Oh. It's between uh, institutions buying and selling. Oh, oh it's yeah. institutional. What does that mean? What kind of institution? Chevron buys one from Paramount Studios. This is big. This is big. Sounds big. I can't quite follow it. Can you follow so, it? So, so, like, hypothetically, well, Andrew Duhon, LLC, could buy tax credits from the Breton Sound LLC. No. No. Mm-hmm. Not way on off. this exchange. Way off. No. Okay. No. Sure. Mm-hmm. No. Why not? Yeah. You know how Just you can, you know how you can buy Apple stock on E-Trade? E-Trade. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the same thing. So, you have to be a legitimate stock, and you have to be a knowledgeable buyer. So. Okay, but this is a, these are tax credits that somebody got because they qualified... No, these are like tax credits that were certified by the state first, and they were proven to be legitimate, and then they're sold. Not these credits right. that people go to jail for duplicating. So there's a whole verification process before you can even list your credit on the exchange. Okay, so it's legal. It's a legal well, tax credit see. that I so got, say, if I produce state, a movie. The, the state of Louisiana issued... 300 million in movie tax credits alone last year. They probably issued another several hundred million in historic tax credits. They probably issued another several hundred million in digital software tax credits. So should tax we, credits. Should, tax should we stop right there and ask you what a tax credit is? It's yeah, that's the cash. best thing. It's cash, right? No, no, well, that's how it can be sold. But what a tax credit is, it's an incentive that a state government could be Georgia. Louisiana, California, Missouri, they Texas, offer, Texas. State, well, th- right? that's not. They're not big because they don't have try- income tax there. Oh, okay. So basically, a tax credit is something that offsets a tax liability, right? So if you owe ten dollars to the state in state income taxes, and somehow you earn a ten dollar state tax credit, mm-hmm. you negate your liability. Okay. 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 So let's take the movie business because that's what interests everyone, sort of. So a movie comes here, and well, the state says to Hollywood many years ago, "Come to Louisiana and make movies." In two thousand one, Steve Scalise, our U.S. representative, came up with this idea. The year he did that, we made about 60 million in movies. And he said, if you come here and make a movie, we'll give you back 35% of every dollar you spend here. Mm. So the year he did that, they did about 60 million in movies. Last year, they did 2 billion in movies right, here, in production. So okay. wait, let me, let okay, me answer on. your all right, question. All right, all right, all right. So the reason that happened was is that the companies that come here and make movies, they earn this credit, but they can't use it because a credit only offsets a liability. And you only have a liability if you owe money profit you know if you have to pay right. tax on so what they do when, when Steve Scalise and the legislature set this up they said well you can transfer this credit to someone who may need it so what you do is you earn that credit and you sell it for a slight discount so let's say you're a wealthy Louisiana businessman so I, I sell you my my credit worth a dollar for 90 cents because I can't use it I pocket the 90 cents and <coughs> you bought it for 90 cents right, and you get to deduct a dollar on your tax return. Right. So that 10% little difference is why you paid 90 so, cents. So for on the, the incentive thing you mentioned in the beginning that there are the people who are for or against, who is against the tax incentive? A lot of people feel, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not the spokesperson for the movie industry for or against, but a lot of people feel, are we really getting enough out of the movie industry yeah. here to justify yeah, okay. But you could say that, are we really getting enough out of the oil industry here? I mean, the incentives that go to the oil industry dwarf what goes to the film industry. Are we getting enough out of all these buildings you see built around the CBD, the warehouse, at all the theaters that my legislation, the Sanger, the Joy, the Civic, the Petite, the World War II theater, all those received credits Mm -hmm. because they were historic buildings, so they earned a historic credit. My legislation gave developers another credit. Are they worth rebuilding? I say yes because they're permanent, they create jobs, and if you didn't get this, they're going to sit there in disrepair. And this isn't just Louisiana does this. Every state offers historic. There's federal historic tax credits, state historic tax credits. Sheba, do you have a follow-up question about this? No. No. I am so... Lost. lost. I have a question, and and it's this phrase that I wrote down when you said it. Mm -hmm. You said that you have have a tax credit, Mm -hmm. and you said, this is the word you use, I can't use it. I can't use that it. That is the whole point of the sort of scam aspect of this thing to me. You have a tax credit, which is actually... Nah, but you're missing tax. one important thing. You spent the money first to earn the credit. you got to understand Did you? you spent, anybody who earns okay, a credit okay, so has you to ca- spend the okay, money so first. Okay, so you come here to make a movie in right. Louisiana. you got a $100 million budget for the movie. Right. And the state tax credit is actually 
$35 million. No, no, it's only on what you spend in Louisiana. So let's say you have $100 yeah, okay. million. So I spend $100 million in Louisiana right. Okay, on a budget. I mean, I'm, you know, I pay... Uh, I pay the actor ten million dollars, and I pay you know. Well, you, you're else. limited by how much you can take on the actor's okay, salary. Okay, so let's just say whatever you spend it is. If I, I suppose I spend hundred okay. million dollars. The state gives me thirty-five million dollars mm -hmm. back, mm -hmm. but I don't have a thirty-five million dollar tax bill That's in right. Louisiana for whatever That's reason. Right. I don't know if I made a hundred million dollars a year. Right. But anyway, so so I sell that to I somebody see. else. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting a tax credit for for taxes I don't owe. So yes, it's but basically cash. But you're transferring it, right? To you're people who do I'm selling taxes. it to someone who can but, use it. But you're leaving out a very important thing. Okay. On that kind of movie, you probably hired 300 people. You probably engaged many restaurants, many right. hotels, many crews, yeah. many camera, many. So you created jobs with that money, right. and those people would never have earned that money, else the incentive would have lured the movie here. Right. This is the big conversation. I, right. I think, know? I think it's brilliant. I think, I think cities like ours, you know, we weren't Detroit 10 years ago. but right. We were. But, we were but Detroit after, 10 after years Katrina, ago. you started to wonder, right? And, yeah. and to have this thing, which is bold and brave and says, our city is about culture and about art, and we're going to make sure that we bring it here. Yeah. I think it's working. You well, know? and let me give you another add-on to what he's saying. So Georgia, about five years after our program took off, they went on our website, the state website, they copied the legislation, and they changed the name Louisiana to Georgia. Just wow. They passed it, and now they are doing a billion-something. So if people, if people like yourself think it's not good for Louisiana, I, I totally respect that. I'm on the fence, sometimes good, sometimes bad. But they'll just go make the movies in Georgia, and all those jobs and all that trickle effect will just go to Georgia. Well, here's the only so. thing that makes me wonder mm -hmm. is that— But you shouldn't worry about the legality of it because it's right. offered by the state right. to people who must certify what they're going to spend. Then the state does an accounting, and only after it's right. determined that they spent that are they issued the credit. You just okay. don't say, I'm, all for, I'm here and I'm getting well, a credit. I, I'm you know? all for people working in the film business and the music business and the software business and yeah. the oil business and every business that they do all these tests. Mm -hmm. I'm all for people being employed and making a whole bunch of money. Mm -hmm. But it seems to me that we make more movies now in Louisiana than anywhere in the world. Last year we had more here yeah. than Hollywood. Come in. Last year we had more here than Hollywood. We had more Hollywood studio movies here than Hollywood. We, but we guess more? what? As a result, California just passed their own film tax credit oh, legislation mm -hmm. to get the business. Well, and the other states thing. have the same program, too. Now, I think Georgia uh, does. 40, uh, 40 some odd states yeah. have these programs. Yeah. yeah. You see, I would, think, I would think if our state was run by a bunch of geniuses, they could explain it. <laughs> But, but if it was a skiff, we I could all take a boat. I think, I'm ex I think I'm explaining it quite well. <laughs> no, but I mean, that would explain. <laughs> you got my vote. <laughs> so what you're saying is that run for office, whoever runs Louisiana, the governor, the governor of Louisiana and the, st and the state legislators we don't have are right smarter now. than everybody else in every state in the country, and that's why we make more movies here. No. Not what, exactly. What, what they're saying. That's what worries me. No, this movie business, like when I was acting, I did movies in Vancouver, Canada because of credits. Right. I did them in New Mexico because of credits. I did them in Florida. So what the people, what Steve Scalise and the people who originated this in 2001 said is, why don't we get some of this activity to help bolster our economy? Yeah. Plus, of all the states that might be really hospitable to the movie industry because of location and talent and music and our history with literature and, and culture, this could be a real good fit for Hollywood. And they were right. It's you a, know, it's a front end right. investment based yeah. specifically on art and culture. I mean, it's, it's brave, but it's perfect. In my How do you think you're getting all these big $20 billion liquid natural gas facilities in southwest Louisiana? I don't know if you know, but there's about 60 billion of them being built. The state is paying probably thousands of dollars right. per worker just to lure those businesses Well, this here. thing they're going to build, Sassol, is going to build in. That's canceled now. It's canceled. Yep. That's we never going to happen. We actually lost a handful of plants. That's my world. I do high-voltage stuff in there you go. plants. High-voltage? Yeah. Uh, high voltage. style. Yeah. I'm old to rock and roll. We lost a couple of major, major, major. But that's because of the price of oil of going down. Oil and ah. because of the, they were other. They had nothing to do with the film thing. I actually think it helps a lot. I like to hear your opinion on what it, the, from the real estate perspective, because I just bought another house over there in Magazine, Louisiana. Like, finally can move back to my town because I've been stuck in Baton mm -hmm. Rouge. But the price of real estate here is, you know what I mean? It's yeah. skyrocketing, and some of the stuff that they're. It, they're relating it to is the the industry coming in, the people swiping up and buying things and having some sort of 
I guess, overpaying for real estate and it's kind of inflating the market. It's making it hard for locals to actually even pay rent in some of the spots. Mm. Like, well, what's the area that you live in is more because of that hospital. Fountain Blue? Well, you know, like the Broadmoor area is getting skyrocketed. Oh, well, you, you've, like got, you've the got the Irish medical Channel. complex that's building up, yeah. and so Central City's starting to build up, mm-hmm. and that kind of mid-city towards the interstate yep. area is starting but to build up. Film stuff, it's a lot of the Bywater, Marini kind of things, where, where when we were growing up, it was, you know, the low-income right. area, or more, now it's crazy, because it's like... Nothing's changed, but it's unaffordable. Well, my, and you mind know? you, this is a state incentive, so this has totally re, rejuvenated the city of Shreveport. I mean, Shreveport was the original filmmaking capital of, uh, of, of the state, really. So it does benefit everyone. I mean, from strawberry farmers to carpenters to writers to TV to radio, WWL does innumerable stories on the film industry, on tax credits. I've been on many of them, maybe not you. Mm-hmm. So believe me, everybody everybody benefits or gets something out of this program, I feel. Now the legislature has limited the film credits to $200 million Well, that's a year. just what's proposed right now. Oh, that's you, not going to happen? No, you still is that going to happen or is it just never? I mean, they're going to change it. And what I think what, what, what we're talking about is they're going to make it so that you really have to involve more permanent Louisiana residents to get the credit, and okay. I think that's really good. So if you hire a Louisiana musician to record your soundtrack, you're going to get more of a credit than if you hire an L.A. one. Oh, and I think that's really cool. That's, I think that's cool. very smart. Yeah. Are we going to end up with a real film business here like Hollywood? We have a real film business No, here. I mean, we just have people who are making films No, here. no, you've got four... Do we have, ma- do we have writers and the directors? The infrastructure is here now. You have four major... Hollywood-sized film studios here, and you yeah, have. But by studio, you just mean an empty building. No, I I'm mean I'm talking I'm, about I'm, studios like Warner Brothers or. Well, no, but Disney. they're not empty. They're full of people working. Yeah, but as soon as they stop shooting, but film, then another movie comes. Yeah, but they just shoot films here. I mean, do we going to have people here who write films and direct? Well, films that's I, I mean, you do, but I think the business. I side think what I was just saying about you'll get more of a credit if you hire Louisiana talent. They'll have to be a resident. What they're really going to do is what people did before. You were a resident if you were here six months a year. With the new legislation that's pending, you have to be here 12 months a year. So yeah. it is going to create exactly okay. what you're hey, talking Roger, about. Hey, Roger, that's really cool. How involved are you with all this? Do you just follow it or are you actually well, involved? Well, I mean, I got very – I thought to rebuild Canal Street after Katrina was an opportunity because Canal Street was in the toilet before uh, Katrina. And I thought that if we could really rebuild the heart of our downtown – Every city that does well had one thing in common, which was they had spent hundreds of millions to put a cultural center in the heart of their downtown. I mean, from San Francisco, Seattle, L.A., Houston, Dallas, Miami. And, and what that does is attract a new kind of permanent resident with higher paying jobs, higher revenue. Everybody benefits. So I focused on that. What can I do to rebuild downtown New Orleans? And that's when I came up with the Broadway South legislation. So I was very wrapped up in it then. Now, between the OIX, the Online Incentive Exchange, and I have an interest in what happens in Baton Rouge, I just follow it. But, right. You know. But you're not really doing the OIX right now, you see. Well, I'm a partner in the company, so I'm okay. doing other things right now. So. But how did, you, how did you go from being interested in something to actually doing it? What, I mean, you're an actor and Same a writer. Same thing. I picked up the guitar and had an A chord, then I learned an E chord, <laughs> then I learned a D chord, and I could play 2,000 songs, you know? And a broken heart, brother. You, you knew the whole it. ACDC catalog That's instantly. It, man. You just decided, decide, I'm going to do it. I'm going to rejuvenate Canal Street by myself. Yeah. And well, not just, by myself. No, I but had a you lot mashed help. a bunch of other people. I had a lot of help. So you just had this great idea and did it. Mm. What do you think makes someone like you do that? Well, I mean, what's the difference between <laughs> what's the difference between sitting around having a few beers and saying someone ought to fucking do up Canal Street um, you and know, actually I th- doing? I think, it? I think you just uh, said it, beer. Beer, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'll tell you why. Because I was living in New York at the time that Katrina hit, and people up there were talking very freely about why should we put any money into this little swamp down there, let it drown. And I got very insulted by that. First of all, they don't know that everything that heats them in the winter is from this little swamp down here. And all the seafood they eat is from this little swamp down here. And all the grain that gets exported to Europe is from this little swamp down here. So I said, I have to do something to make sure this place, my own little individual way, that it doesn't go under. That was my motivation. And that you know, turned and one person turned into a whole movement, and now you've actually thing. rejuvenated the whole of Canal Street. Yeah, well, it's coming. It's coming. It's, it's been over th- over the theaters are coming back. Yeah. you can actually see plays here. Yeah, you know? it's cool. Right. It's, uh, it's over th- cool. over three hundred million in construction as a result of that bill. So, uh, very happy about it. 
Well, good job. Thank yeah. you. Nice work. Well done. Yeah. Roger. Well done. And I'll, and I'll shut up about tax credits on that. <laughs> <laughs> I did learn in my years, always quit when they clap. So there right, Okay, there very go. good. That's it. Yeah. Andrew, give me pick up a guitar for a second, because I first yeah. of all, I have, to, I have to read this, and then uh, you have to play a song. All right. We're, we're totally, look how late we are already, Hell but yeah. we just have to do it. Okay. I just want to thank these people for helping us make the show today. Our sponsors on the show today are Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town or you have a crazy schedule, you have two pets, don't you, Sheila? I have two dogs. You do. So your dogs could be looked after in the comfort of their own home. Oh, wow. Thanks to Petite Pet Care, you can give them a call or uh, look them up at PetitePetCare.com for loving care when you're not there. Thanks also to Basics Swim and Gym. A full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style. The all-new basic swimming gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue, right near your new house, Steve. You could, <laughs> you could walk Me? there. Uh-huh. You could walk to the basic swimming gym and pick up some yoga pants. A and a nice spangly top as well. This stuff is cool. See, Go check it out. I think this is more... That's uh, what he wears on the road, just strictly yoga pants. And yeah, then you could pick some of it up this as well. Some uh, Hangover Destroyer, the only... All-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover, guys. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website. It's hdestroyer.com. Write happy hour in the coupon code and get 30% off Hangover Destroyer and seize the dawn. Thanks also to unlistednola.com, the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans. Oh, you could have hooked up with these guys too. I blew it. If you you know what you're looking for, you can find your perfect match before it comes on the market. It's the match.com of real estate. It's unlistednola.com. Thank you very much to all those people. And thank you very much to Andrew Duhon. For, for, don't, don't put was, it down. Uh, don't put it down. I was singing Alice's Restaurant by Arla Guthrie. It's got turn around, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> nice, very nice music. Andrew, oh, what are you going to play here today? I've just been in a country mood, Grant, so I'm going to play a country well, song. Well, you are the winner of the 2014 Big Easy Award for Best Country and Folk Artist. Well, yes, That's sir. Right. Yeah, I'm a blessed man. That's right. You want me to get you some dip, man? I got it. Thanks, brother. Get some chew? Yeah. My my uh, my bottom jaw is actually missing. This is all just dip down here. <laughs> His beard is total dip. <laughs> you were a single ray of light. I flew across my night, set me all ablaze until you burned me down. Just so you know, I am prepared to go tomorrow. But just the same, it's still today. So can we wait around till the candle burns out? Till it's light is replaced by the Dimmer that the light, the closer that we huddle around. Or can we wait around till the candle burns out? But I know that we are through. There's nothing left to do. I will forget your name. If I have to, Betty Sue, just so you know, I am prepared to go tomorrow. But just the same, it's still today. So can we wait around till the candle burns out? Till its light is replaced by the morning Dimmer than the spark The closer that we huddle around Or can we wait around till the candle burns out Or can we wait around till the Candle burns out. Nice. 
Yes. Lovely. Thank you, Carly. Andrew Duhon, country superstar. <laughs> That's not really a country song, is it? I, I don't Very know, country. isn't it? Isn't it kind of country? Uh, did you think it was country, Sheba? Um, Adele, country. Adele could have sung Adele that, could she? What the hell is like country? That, it was crossing line. Who wrote yeah. that song? I did. Nice. Wow. Beautiful song. Using his iPhone. Yep. Most, mostly autocorrect. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. It all duck, every song. word is ducking. <laughs> it's a song about seizing the moment, living in the moment. It's still today. It's not tomorrow yet. Yeah. Or maybe like, you know, enjoying the last fleeting moments of mm. a love that you know is just about going. <laughs> that's country. Yeah. That's, what it, that's what it's about? That's what it's about. Wait there around till the candle burns out. Yeah. Wait around till wow. the candle burns okay. out. Okay. It's going to burn out, you know. Oh my God! There we go. This is this is Andrew's demo. This is what he believes that everything's right. Do you hear that everything's right? it's all gonna end. everything's this, destined to, this to go to me shit. Of what Oscar Wilde said because it's a bit pessimistic. You know what he said? A pessimist is what? an optimist who knows better. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You, you, uh, yeah, you see. Well, the, <laughs> you guys have the same relationship. Stephen is Mr. Positive, and by that I mean Mr. Negative all the time. Mm. I see the uh, I see the, the worst in everything. You're an optimist oh, no. who knows better. Yes. But you think it's reality, right? See, when you think it, people are stupid believing that everything's going to work out because it isn't. No, I think there's some sort of happy medium in between. I just think he's crazy I for just, thinking I, like, you know, I'm not that pessimistic. Uh, well, are you the optimist? See, he's not. I optimist. think I was, but I think I'm getting more pessimistic. The with longer age. you try to be a professional musician, the less hmm. optimistic life makes you. Well, you've been a musician the same length of time. Or waiting tables. It works the same way. Or being in probably your industry the same way. (laughs) But last time you were on our show, Jonathan, you were on with your brother who was Mm. in the band. What happened to him? Uh, He joined the army. (laughs) 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 No, he he left to do his own thing also. He's in a punk band. He's doing doing the punk guy. He's in this band that Christian Unruh, who is our music director on the show, doesn't get very enthusiastic about too many bands, but he talks about this band that your brother's in called The Pears, right? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. hardcore type. You know, if you're into What's the screaming and hardcore I type I thought they stuff, had like a more potty mouth cool. name, like the Poopy Pants or something. <laughs> no, I That'd think be he a great had name a, for a band. He had a, he had a band called Poo. Yeah, okay, that was back. it. Yeah, yeah Poo. Yeah. Poo. <laughs> That's actually true. That's <laughs> why we're not in that scene. <laughs> this is my fucking DNA, like man. Their music is a shit. This is kid brother. Winnie the Pooh, I'm hoping. Yeah, no, let's go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> what was the logo of Pooh? I don't know. You want to call him and get him to explain? I don't think it? they had a logo. I think it was just self-explanatory. <laughs> okay. So th- so what's this is his full-time gig now. Roger, you're out of here? Yes, thank okay. you. Okay. You have to go. Roger, where do you have to go to that you're so busy? Back to work. Yeah. What are you doing? To tax credits. Online tax credits. Thank you very much. Okay, Roger, thanks for joining us. Good to Good to have you. Okay, bye. Appreciate the show. So you can't stay here for the full hour because he's got to take off 35%. Ah, good one. I guess, right? <laughs> I think you're free to mouth with the poo to talk. I don't know yeah. if that's ever happened to us. Has anyone ever said they have to go? No. Before Usually people say that, but they never There's actually... This is a show of going. firsts. We I got, to go. we got I applause. Had to go earlier, but I came yeah. back. <laughs> you did go earlier and come back. That's why I didn't mention that, though. We kept well, that quiet. Right, I had a problem. I had, I had to come straight from work. And, uh, okay, stop I right there. What do you do? Quickly. What is this high voltage? I don't even know where this is going. Where are you yeah, going? What is I, know, I said I had to go to the bathroom. You didn't have time to go to the bathroom before the show started? No. I went right Sheba in can, here. Sheba, how's that work with the news? It's live. What if you have to go to the bathroom? I make everything work. I eat during that show. I go to the bathroom during the show. I talk on the phone. Well, you I'm can not as talented. Well, they, I told you there's four of well, five hours. You but there's four anchors. So, I mean, if the three of them have stories before me, then I can make breakfast. Right. You can go do your thing. My dinner breakfast. I just fed right here from Gosmer, Louisiana. and You did? Here we are. What is up with your high-voltage life? What does that mean? What it's do you do? I do electrical engineering in my real life. Oh. Uh, you're a high-voltage electrical engineer. Play in the industries, yeah. Play in the plants. What does that mean? You work in power plants? Yeah, sort of. Sometimes. they uh, All the, the big industrials require a lot of electricity to, uh, to run, and I'm one of the guys who tries to make it stay online. When you say industrials, you mean uh, refineries and something? Yeah. Refineries, chemical plants, places like that. Everything that's shooting smoke into the air that mm. we don't like so much. Right. Mm. How's your health? I stay out of them as much as I can. You work Actually, around? the electrical guys are safer because we stay away from all the, the, the actual process. Okay. My, my part, you can't be near the dangerous explosive stuff. So, Is, uh, yeah. is living around electricity meant to give you cancer? It's supposedly, if you live under very 
basically high voltage transmission lines. You can. That's what I've uh, heard. So if you're working with high voltage electricity every day, are you likely to be a cancer victim? I think I do way worse things to myself than get around <laughs> high electricity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess I, playing rock and roll, but you're not something smoking. Something else is going to kill me long before. You're that not does. smoking anymore, though, right? I don't smoke. You're not in smoky bars anymore because there's no smoking. That's true. That's How true. has that had an effect on you guys as musicians? I'm wondering if I can shit in an outhouse if I can't smoke in a bar. <laughs> See. <laughs> Is that a, I'm, I'm is that a title of you? I, I totally album? stole that from my yeah. bass player, Miles. He walks in to rehearsal that day when they, and he's like, Man, can you believe that? I mean, I, can I shit in an outhouse if I can't smoke in a bar? I thought it was great. See, I'm a non-smoker, and I actually am for having it in the bars. I think it's crazy. But, but, um, I, think, I think there should be the option, maybe, you know, a right, certain... It's a private uh, business. Why can't you say, I want to have yeah, smoking? Pay for there. a permit or whatever You that can't is. even have smoking in there, even if... You want to. Now. Right. Yeah, that's what's no. crazy. I think that should, that's, that's yeah. anti-American. Yeah, the co- the only right. thing the culture. you have to think about is the people who actually work there, you know? Yeah, well, that's, so what that's why the, to, they all smoke. <laughs> what about walking around? <laughs> There's, there are corrective <laughs> measures that can be made to, to well, make sure that only, you know, it, 10% of the bars are smoking. And, and that can be as simple as a, as a permit that's expensive or mm-hmm. something, you know, and, and now you're going to limit it to... Smoking credit. Yeah, like only one per sector is going to survive, you know, just... Well, and look at, like, like, so Harris applied to have 400 jobs cut. No casino smoking. After That's the casino, got, after the mm-hmm. smoking yeah. ban. Yeah. So 400 people are going to lose their jobs. Is that true? Like, 400 people? Yeah, yeah our bass player works at Harris. Hang on, why would smoking in a casino... Because people want to sit there and smoke cigarettes and... So it's fewer... People who are hooked on gambling, or whatever the reason you go to a restaurant, they're are not going to go. They're, they're going to go out to Kenner and gamble out there because yeah, they're going to go to the treasure chest. Oh, you can smoke at the treasure chest, but you can't smoke in Orleans Parish. Yep. Only. I right see. Now. I mean, eventually, is that, they'll probably go Is statewide. that really happening? That's happening. It will. Really? They mm-hmm. said that there's people, less people are that into smoking that they couldn't last ten minutes sitting at a poker machine. You don't want to. If you're sitting on a slot machine, the last thing you want to do is get up. Especially if you hit a hot streak. Yep. <laughs> cherries, cherries, cherries. As soon as you get up, you're going to lose that sequence that you have in your brain that's going to make you a millionaire. Yeah. It sounds like you have been in this position. Not me so. in particular. You're just speaking of friends. Just people well, I, I think know. we're people. doing people a favor. Do I really look like that kind of guy? I'm offended. <laughs> Aren't we doing people a favor by disabusing them of that insane belief? Because it's not true, obviously. The casino is making a lot of money and you're not. They do make a lot of money. And you're not because they're taking it off you. You're not going to be on a hot streak because you're going to lose eventually. That's, well, I don't gamble. No, but no, okay. So um, you know the the royal we or the right, generic the you, royal you know. You have to so, wave like yeah, so you know what I mean. That would be. So I would like people to regulate. If we're going to regulate smoking, I would like it to be regulated outdoors. I would like to stop people smoking outside, so I don't have to walk through it. <laughs> so you just don't want what, to smoke what, at all. What would be? No, I don't care about people smoking, but if we're going to regulate it at all, you know what this plant that built our country? Yeah, let's just not buy it anymore. <laughs> Did we think America's built on tobacco? I would say. Really? Tobacco, tobacco and oil is the yeah. major, major player. Pre-industrial. Really? Shiva, what do you think about it? You know, I, I don't know about tobacco. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not saying yes or no, but... Um, it was a major crop. Mm. Someone say tobacco? Yeah. <laughs> Someone say tobacco? <laughs> I, don't think you, I don't think you can claim that the United States of America was built mm. on the back of the tobacco industry, really. Is it that big? This country was built on freedom mm. mm-hmm. and, that, and nothing it. else. Yeah. Nothing else but freedom. But freedom ain't free. Pure American freedom, man. These colors don't run. <laughs> Cost a buck oh five. They have a whole skit going over here. We've, but we've already determined that the government's going to regulate things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, fine. So you're allowed to regulate stuff, apparently. Bunch of commies, that's what I say. Mm. <laughs> Why don't they regulate the cigarette? Or do they regulate the cigarette? Yeah, and I mean, what's like in the cigarette? Yeah, that's Make more taxable... Or, or get our tax up because our tax is pretty low on the cigarette. I understand. Yeah, they're trying to. Yeah, we have the lowest in the. You mean the content of a cigarette is definitely determined by the government? I believe it has to be at least fifty percent tobacco. Right. And that's all. Only fifty percent. Mm. If you put down, if you roll a t- cigarette, you know, roll your own tobacco, and you put it down, it goes out. Mm-hmm. Actual tobacco doesn't burn by itself, but right. cigarettes continue to burn because they have all the crap in it. I right. did not know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you need to know more about smoking. Fun facts. Yeah. I need to go home and study smoking. Apparently. You need to start smoking. Smoking. <laughs> smoking is sexy and fun. Is it? Okay, mm-hmm. well, I'll get on it, man. Sheba, have you ever smoked at all? No. Not once. Never played the guitar, never smoked. Well, now she I has played play the guitar. the guitar. Well, now you can play like Adele. <laughs> yeah, smoking's not, not going to be in my future. Not going to be in your future, no? Mm-hmm. Andrew, did you quit smoking? Did you ever smoke? I mean, I, I don't... Uh, I, I don't... 
I've never quit, but I don't think I've ever started, but I have smoked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a shaky answer. That was. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, what about you and Pooh? If you ain't addicted, why quit? You know what I mean? I I could quit any time. I do smoke. I'm a smoker. I will admit that. One on five. Huh? One on five. Right. I'm the only one, which usually is the case. Hey, can I have um, one after the show? Counts as a hand, I actually right? didn't bring Come him on. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> why, why do you still smoke? Uh, it's a bitch to quit, man. It's very hard to quit. What about the vape thing? Did you try the vape thing? Vape. I did try the vape Dude, thing. Dude, I totally vape. And <laughs> it, it's, it's a pain in the ass. Mm. I mean, it just kind of is. It looks you stupid. These kids it overdosing looks dumb. On it? Like, you got this big, news reports. this big thing in your face all the time. And like, apparently, infinitely stronger. And it stronger doesn't taste very good. It tastes kind of like dust. Hey, so it's oh. infinite, like way stronger than a cigarette. So these kids were getting sick because they're smoking a whole nicotine. Sm- yeah, they're just smoking a ton of nicotine and like they're mm. uh, going to the hospital. Mm. I want to quit. I'm, I'm going to at some point. It's well, just let's help you right now. How can we? Right now, what are we going to do? How can we help you quit right now? Never have bed. Uh, kids will change it. Are you having? Oh blood? yeah, I think when, when I, whenever the time comes, I have kids. kids that's change. when I that's when I will stop. Oh, I think people say hopefully that about before having then. Kids no. are going to change everything. Nah, you just keep them in the shit. Yeah. It's, it's even wife, worse. Yeah. His wife will just beat that. the shit out of him until he stops. That's like, even we have a cu- We have a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because whenever I am around friends that have young children, I'll make sure like I don't smoke before we go there. I've taken a shower. I've cleaned off. I'm wearing clean clothes so you don't go there smelling like smoke. And yeah, one day, one day. Then I'll pick up when Crank. You, yeah. When are when you, you going to have kids? 2034. <laughs> okay, all right. Not anytime soon. So you got a few cigarettes in your future before then? Sure, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're out of time here. No. Oh. It's all over. Unless you want to stick around for another hour, we do another happy hour, and we can put that up next week. Okay. Okay, we'll sure. do a second one. Sure. Okay, we'll start over. Uh, where's my uh, thing? We'll do okay, the whole Adele song. Let's just start over. We'll right. do the whole show again. But then I'll okay. be able to play the guitar entirely. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that okay. one chord. Right. Okay, uh, here we go then. Happy hour. Hey, what? how do we start the show again? It's happy hour from it's Uptown Lawns. <laughs> Something like Dear that. Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Grant. Okay, so you have to Google that. <laughs> Dear you've, Grant. You've got to Google okay, Casey Kasem, Dead Dog too. Rant. That's worth hearing. Dead Dog Rant. What else did we come up with on the show that we have to remember? We need to research oh. tax online. Tax, tax online. We've got to get... We've got to go... T- we're going to put a link to that on our website if you're driving around. Also, I think we need to take our business entities as musicians public. because, Like on that show Empire. Right. Okay. Then people can buy and sell our stocks. We get tax credit. I, I can totally dig that. Bella. Yeah. Let's get, that sounds let's get good. a union. If we want to steal uh, steal music from the Bretton Sound, go to BrettonSound.com. Yep. And look out for their new uh, EP called Don't Be Afraid of Rock and Roll. And the new single off called Illuminate, which Illuminate. is out right now, which, which is we out didn't get to everywhere. hear because we've got to the end of the show. Should That's we make fine. It's online. You want to play it before we leave? Nah. <laughs> Screw that. Okay. We'll just It'll be really loud. It, it's it's a loud singing yeah, song. Okay. This restaurant yeah. is filling up with people. We have to yeah. get out. We have to get it's out of here. Busy. Make they want their for table for customers. tips. Yeah. Hey, so thanks for joining me, everybody. Thanks for having us. Steve, Steve Turner, Appreciate Jonathan Priebus, and of course, uh, Andrew Duhon as well. Chris Kehoe is right behind me. He's our associate producer and technical director. And our producer is Graham DePonte. Christian Unruh is the music director of our show. And Mitch Foreman wrote the theme song which you're currently listening to being played. If you'd like to be on our show and you can sit around a table for about an hour, drop us a line. Our address is on our website where you can also check out plenty of other happy hours to listen to, along with some other shows we make here. Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic, true to the game, with the fabulous Chris True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Kanata. Louisiana Eats with Pompey Tooker. Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu. And the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans, Unlisted Nola. You can keep up with us on Facebook and on Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. And all of it we called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Those photos are taken today by the fabulous Alison Moon, whose hair is purple. And up in a sort of a, is that a bun? Is that called a bun? That's a top yes. bun. That is yeah. a top, bun. It's a top good bun. It's big called, bun. It's big, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I love it. Does it just your, all your hair or does it have something in it? No, there's a sock in it. There's a sock in, there's a sock oh. in your hair. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. like That's like a bump it for buns. Sock buns got me through elementary school. Really? Before sock buns got me through the bump it. Yeah. I think we have a title for today's show. This is show. a thing. Yeah. Sock, sock buns, buns got me through I, elementary school. I'm just learning of the existence of a sock bun. They have they make them now, so it's not a sock. It's can an I actual s- thing, but the old school way is sock. So I love that she's authentic about it. Would one of y'all sock bun me before oh, yeah, we go? Oh yeah, I could totally. Yeah, we can. No, <laughs> right. I, I can do it. Excellent. I, I got I got a gym bag in my car. You know, you 
Yeah, but a whole gym yeah. bag in your hair, you could just do a sock. Well, yeah, I have some I see dirty what you socks. Did there, you right? have socks we would like clean socks, please. <laughs> they have to be clean. What uh, color sock do you have in your hair, Alison? A black sock. Okay, and your hair's purple. Do you have any purple socks? It's her bun is a bruise. No, she doesn't have any purple socks. Okay, where did I get up to? If you're listening to this show on iTunes <laughs> or Stitcher or some other podcast app, <laughs> thank you for subscribing to us. Do one thing for me. Take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworlds.com. For Andrew Duhon, everybody around here, uh, around the table at Wayfair and back at our office at INO Broadcasting. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour. <laughs>